Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Yesterday, we saw the riot at Ephesus because of the polarizing message of the gospel, that there is only one way to salvation. And people were getting upset because their lives, not only their beliefs, but also their way of life was being shaken. And thankfully, we can stand firm in our unshakable God something that we're actually going to see a little bit of today in a story that is kind of humorous (laughs) and kind of strange all at one time. So let's dive right in and see the continuation of Paul's missionary journey in Acts 20 verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. After the uproar ceased, Paul sent for the disciples and after encouraging them, he said farewell and departed for Macedonia that is modern day Greece. When he had gone through those regions and had given them much encouragement, he came to Greece. There he spent three months, and when a plot was made against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia. So again, we're seeing the anger of the Jews, that Paul is sharing this gospel message not just for the Jews, but for everyone in the whole world. And they're angry, they're going to attack him. And so Paul, instead of sailing back to Syria toward Israel, he instead is going to travel on land through Macedonia. And he's bringing people with him. It says, Sopater the Berean, son of Pyrrhus, accompanied him, and the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus, and Gaius of Derby and Timothy. These went on ahead and were waiting for us at Troas. But we sailed away from Philippi after the days of the unleavened bread, so around the Passover. And in five days we came to them at Troas, where we stayed for seven days. So this part is really just depicting Paul's missionary journey step by step. And we noticed that it sent he, Paul, spent three months there. And now again we're moving away from the third person he into the first person we. So we know that Luke has again joined him. So Paul and eight of his companions are spending a week, seven days in Troas, which is in modern-day Turkey. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. So Paul, he's intending to leave the next day, and here he is talking with the people at Troas, and he's speaking until midnight. He has so much to say because they're leaving the next day. At least that's what I can infer out of this passage. There were many lamps in the upper room where we were gathered. And a young man named Eutychus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer. So Paul's been talking until midnight. We don't know when they started. And he's still talking on and on the middle of the night. All the lamps are here. And this poor young man fell asleep. And I don't know if you've ever gone to 
a Sunday service when you're really tired, maybe you didn't sleep well, maybe the kids had you up all night, whatever it is, and your just eyes are drooping and it feels like it's really hard to pay attention, but you want to because you know it's about God's word. I just imagine that being this young man, it being past midnight and him just being so tired that he couldn't keep his eyes open. I feel like many of us can almost put ourselves in that same situation. And a young man named Eutychus sitting at the window sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer. And being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. So this poor young man, who many of us can relate with, he actually falls asleep and falls out of a window. Something that would normally be a tragic event. It says he was taken up dead. But Paul went down, I can imagine, flustered, feeling afraid, maybe. I don't know. That's how I would feel. But Paul went down and bent over him and taking him in his arms said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. So this situation that starts out comical, then turns tragic, God comes in and he redeems. And he allows Paul to raise this young man from the dead. And when Paul had gone up and had broken bread and eaten, he conversed with them a long while until daybreak, and so departed. And they took the youth away alive and were not a little comforted. So it's so interesting that this humorous event turned tragedy, turned amazing miracle happened and that Paul just stayed there and he just continued to converse with them all through the night. I think this is so interesting because yes, while this young man fell asleep and that's humorous and relatable for many of us, we also see what was important to Paul. What was important to him was sharing the truth of God's word, which I don't know Paul's heart. I don't know what was going on here, but it's possible he may have shared a little too long if someone fell out of a window. <laughs> but he was invested in sharing the truth with these people, pouring into them even to all hours of the night. And then after that, he invested in relationship. He didn't just share the truth and move on, but he stayed all hours of the night. I don't know if he was tired. I don't know if he was super excited to be getting to know these people and sharing with them and saying goodbye before they left the next morning. But he gave up his sleep that he probably needed for travel in order to share the truth and build relationships. And isn't that something that we can take into our own lives? How important those two things are. More important than many other priorities, including sleep, which I know for me personally, that's a hard one for me to swallow. Yes, we need to balance these priorities with taking care of ourselves and resting so that we can better love others. But just remember that while you're rushing around doing your errands, the importance of relationships. Paul stayed up all night to talk with these people because he loved them. So invest in the relationships in your life. Share the truth and don't go falling out of any windows because you fell asleep during a sermon. <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow morning. If you are looking to inject some consistency into your wellness routines, 
If you enjoy yoga that is grounded in God's word and focused on Christ, and if you're tired of cookie cutter methods, approaches, and coaching, then I have a membership for you. My Faithfully Well membership is six months long. It includes biblical yoga. It includes encouragement and empowerment in God's word. Unique to you coaching reminders and accountability, and also an amazing Christian community. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to the link in the description, hesedheart.com slash membership. That's H-E-S-E-D, hesedheart.com slash membership.